I'm Emily Renneberg, and this is Even Strength. Would you believe me if I told you that today, only 4% of sports media on Canada's national networks cover women? It's true. A whopping 4%. With that kind of number, it's hard for young girls to find female athletes to look up to. Sure, you have people like Lionel Messi, Michael Jordan, or Wayne Gretzky, Steph Curry, Connor McDavid, and Tom Brady, Kevin Durant, Sidney Crosby, or, well... You get the point. But a recent report in Canada showed that the lack of media coverage for women creates fewer visible role models for girls, which makes sense. But then it leads to gender role conflicts and higher levels of female withdrawal from sports, which is already at an all-time high. It's hard to be the next female Gretzky when you don't even know there's one that you can be. But if we want to change this narrative and provide more role models for women and girls in sport, how can we do it? How do we, as a community, celebrate their successes and create opportunities to show what women can do? My guest today seems to have the solution to that. I'm Caroline Wiley. I'm the president and co-founder of SeeWhatSheCanDo.com, a platform dedicated to helping women find the people, the stories, and businesses needed to get active and experience the power of sport. Caroline started her academic career in a year of nursing but found that her passions were elsewhere and quickly switched to commerce at Queen's. After finishing her undergrad, she recognized that sport was, and still is, her happy place. She then decided to continue her education and went to Waterloo for a master's in recreation and leisure studies. Her thesis research was part of some of the early investigation into gender differences in sport and leisure involvement. And it turns out the differences can be quite significant and important to understand. You know, I was able to find some gender differences and some different ways that men and women are motivated to make choices. For women, it was more about the social aspect, the pleasure aspect. And for the men, it was more about, you know, how central it was in their lives. And it was kind of about the definition of who they are as uh, males. And so it was very interesting to see how, you know, the expectations, the gendered expectations and the societal expectations can shape our consumer choices. And, and and, uh, you know, our motivations. But I do know that we live in a gendered society and people have gendered expectations and biases and they're always going to, I don't think they're going to go away completely. I think certainly your generation is just far more enlightened, but, you know, it, it's a work in progress, right? The challenge is to, is to help people see, have the confidence to know that they can choose what they want to do. Call me, uh, call me an, an idealist, but, you know, I think the best way for people to reach their full potential is to try and work to people's strengths and, and help them support them where they may have the weaknesses, right? And, and kind of lift them up. Based on her study's findings, women face high levels of constraint when it comes to leisure and sport. And this still carries to today. We know that in Canada, only 4% of sports media covers women. But in addition to that, only 29% of sport board members are women. 17% of coaches in collegiate sport are women. Like we talked about earlier, it can be hard for girls to find women to look up to in the world of sport, both on the bench and behind. But Caroline and her co-founder, Tina Finelli, have created an organization that addresses these issues. SeeWhatSheCanDo.com was really created out of my passion for uh, supporting active women, supporting the world of women in sport, and to really 
you know, create a community where women can see themselves on the pages and see themselves in an authentic and awe-inspiring way and really to be able to have the capability to be their best, best active self. See What She Can Do was founded in March of 2018, coincidentally on International Women's Day, and has a mission to create a community surrounding female participation in sports and recreation. With Caroline's 25 years of experience in the sport and rec business, she's taken a hands-on role with the company, too. She's also the chief action photographer. You know, a picture says a thousand words, and I know that's an, an old expression, but it really does, really does make a difference. I mean, to be able to sort of see yourself in the, the images that we share, I think is really important and powerful. I think, you know, if you can see yourself, someone like yourself doing the sport that you love or a sport that you're thinking you might want to do, whether you're seeing someone who may have a limitation, physical limitation, um, they're from a different cultural background, you know, we really want to be able to reflect the world of sport in, in an authentic way. And we want to be able to help women see themselves in an active and powerful, strong, way because what women do in sport and the, the amazing things that happen are just that they're absolutely amazing and they need to be celebrated they need to be inspired and they need to be showcased with creating and owning a growing organization for women in sport and taking care of two teenage daughters with passions for soccer and downhill skiing caroline sees the potential firsthand one of the themes that carried through our entire conversation was community and the power of creating a network I just see the the strengths that everyone brings to the team and the collective is so, so much bigger than each of us on our own. There's power in numbers. And I, I honestly strongly believe that women in sport and the power that it has as a community, as an investment, as an environment, as part of our lives is so much bigger when we believe that collectively. Sport transforms lives, right? And it's wonderful to see that happen. And, you know, the wonderful thing is that for women's sports or men's sports, you know, so many people just want to see the sport. It won't necessarily matter if it's a male or a female who's playing the sport, whether you're spectating or, or playing yourself. The potential is there to do so much more in the world of sport. Now, there's a term that has come out of some research into why there's gender bias in areas like the workplace, achieving equal success and power, and even dropout rates of women in sport. You may have heard about it. It's called the confidence gap. In Canada, by the age of 14, twice as many girls drop out of sport than boys, and their lack of confidence is a significant part of that. 36% of girls in grade 6 say they feel confident, but by grade 10, this plummets to only 14%. And that's significant. Certainly in the world of women's sport, I think we do need to do a better job of building that, the fabric that supports women's sport and, and bringing people together so that we can build on each other's successes and, and maybe not have it so much ad hoc, but yet more of a collective to doing it, um, whether it's private and public, uh, not-for-profit, understanding how we can come together and sort of bring each of our strengths. We need to come together and help build some solutions because, you know, the numbers say that girls drop off, you know, from uh, middle school to high school and then from university to the professional world. So for me, I lived that and thought, okay, how else? I mean, that I suppose is another reason why I wanted to create See What She Can Do is how can we help women stay in the game? So providing, building See What She Can Do and building the community and the ecosystem around See What She Can Do 
how does that help women still stay engaged? And how can we start work together with the people within that ecosystem, whether it's, you know, the sport organizations, the businesses, the athletes, the women themselves, parents, how can we all work together to really start addressing why it is that girls drop off? How do we help them stay in the, stay in the game? And how do we help them thrive? Sort of having a sense that, yeah, I can do it, or at least I can allow myself to give it a try. If it's not something I enjoy, then I'll move on to something else. It's not a bad reflection on who who you are as an individual. It's just that, you know what, it's just not a good fit. But there's lots more things that I can try. Now, I've already given you a lot of numbers in this episode. But get this, 84% of Canadian adult women don't participate in sport. Building physical literacy from a young age is an important step in addressing these issues early. This means setting kids up with the confidence, physical competence, and knowledge to value and take responsibility for physical activities throughout their lifetime. Just knowing how to be active is critical. How can we help girls build that physical literacy early on so that they don't have to feel intimidated, but yet they can learn to play throw a ball, kick a ball, move their body in a coordinated way so that as they grow up and new new opportunities present themselves, they can say, you know what, sure, I'll try. I'll give it a try. As opposed to saying, I couldn't possibly do that. If we can help build that base of physical literacy just in general, because we're just focusing on the sport and movement and the benefits of movement for everybody, then we can get to a point in the world as adults, then we're just talking about sport. Do you know what I mean? Then the issue of gender, it becomes more about the performance. So I decided to ask Caroline what sports in an ideal world would look like for her. You know what? It would describe, I would describe a game of golf with my husband. What it would look like, it would be about the joy of the game. It would be about playing at whatever level you feel you can play at that time and without judgment. And you can still play and be your best at it and have fun doing it. For me, that that exemplifies what sport can be, because I think, you know, in my world, performance in sport is a continuum. And you've got some people who are really good at it, some people are not so good at it, and a lot of people who are in the middle. And if we could get away from saying, well, you throw like a girl or you whatever, and instead say, you know what, you have a great swing. I see you enjoy the game. Let's go and play a round of golf. And you know what, I happen to hit off the white tees. You happen to hit off the red tees. But we still play the game, have a good time, and enjoy the few hours that we're together. For me, that would be ideal sport. I love to play hockey as well, but I grew up playing hockey on the street with my brother's friends. And I'm glad I did that because when I finally decided to try it on the ice when I was 40-something... I kind of already had a little bit of exposure to sort of the physical literacy behind it. So I was able to leverage that and have the confidence to try something new. See What She Can Do has played a role in creating a more ideal and inclusive community all over Canada. With over 65,000 business listings and a community of people who want to connect, their success is allowing women to see the possibilities. 
And our mission is really to create community because I often say this, but community is going to save the world because if we can see each other, see ourselves in each other, we're less apt to push back. We're more apt to be, again, a little more empathetic, a little more compassionate, a little more willing to be collaborative in, in solving a problem. Then success can come relatively easily in progress, right? It's amazing what you can do when you put your mind to it. You know, an idea is just an idea, but once you act on it, within the definition of courage is understanding and having appreciation for being vulnerable. And it's kind of counterintuitive, but once you are willing to allow yourself to be vulnerable and you throw something new out to the world, it's really being allowing yourself to be courageous. So for me, when we had the opportunity to throw, see what she can do out to the world for the first time, it was exciting as heck, but scary as heck. Uh, that's why I always tell people, you know, if you have something you really feel strongly about, you got to see it through. Allow yourself that chance to see it through. It's a it's a community. So, if, you know, it's a matter of just joining it and then using it in lots of different ways that allow you to, you know, feel a part of the community you're in. So whether it's finding an event or creating a group for yourself because you want to try and get some women together, figuring out what businesses are out there. And hopefully there's a communication platform on it, too. So hopefully it will allow you to meet, meet some women in your neighborhood so that you can start connecting and start building a community for yourself of women that have similar likes and uh, passions. Caroline has a simple why with See What She Can Do. It's helping you understand that what you do counts and is important and valued and needs to be celebrated and, and shared. And for me, that's the best part. That gets me up in the morning every morning. I want to thank Caroline for her tremendous insight, her passion, and for being someone who is a doer and inspiring generations of people with her work. If you want to become a member of the organization, find local businesses that support active women, tell your own story, or even have them help you tell it, visit seewhatshecando.com to explore what she and you can do. The site is organized by sport, so you can find an activity that clicks with you and then surround yourself with a local community of women in sport. Try something new and get active whatever that means to you. No matter what, you go through life with a thirst for curiosity, a thirst for knowing more and wanting to know more. I think curiosity and a level of empathy, curiosity and empathy and, and compassion, because I think, you know, those three things kind of serve you well when you're building relationships with other people. It allows you to build authentic relationships with other people and have really meaningful experiences, whether it's through sport, through business, the people that come in and out of your life. And then it allows you to have a sense of community and a sense of connectedness wherever you are. What you give out is what you get back. And I have to say, we've always been very fortunate to have very kind and giving people around us. And I hope to a small degree, that's because we've been kind and giving in our own small way too. So the give to get and the, the fact that life's a circle is really true. It really is true. You know, stay grounded in who you are and be willing to be true to yourself. It, it will serve you well. It, it really does. Thanks again for joining me on Even Strength. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at EvenStrengthPod for more content, updates, and episodes. And if you've learned anything today, it's to support people around you and build strong communities to celebrate people in your life. 
encourage people to be active with you, whether that's taking walks in the neighborhood or joining a local squash club. Take care and tune in next week. We'll see you then.